Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Hello and welcome to AutoLine Daily. In today's show, Chrysler shakes up its management, Continental develops a retrofittable TPMS sensor, and later in the show, John responds to your questions and comments. But now let's get to the news. Automakers have been adding transmissions with more and more gears to help improve fuel economy. But with Cadillac's recent announcement that it would be switching from a 6-speed to a 8-speed unit in the 2015 CTS and Escalade, there was no mention of any improvements. So we contacted Cadillac to find out what's up. According to the company, there will only be a small improvement with the Escalade, and it's not known if it will be reflected on the EPA rating, which in turn may not lead to a restatement of fuel economy on the label. The driving dynamics will most likely be better, and Cadillac can say it's ahead of, or at least up to date with its competitors. But other than that, was there really a need to make the switch? And now over to Chrysler, which has made some management changes. The company named John Nigro its new head of NAFTA product development, which is effective immediately. He has been with the company since 1984 and was most recently in charge of systems and components engineering. Nigro replaces Mark Chernobyl, who has been appointed to the chief operating officer of product development. In addition to that change, Chrysler also created a new division of vehicle safety and regulatory compliance. The new post will be led by senior VP Scott Kunselman, who will report directly to CEO Sergio Marchione. Chrysler's global engineering group was previously in charge of safety and regulatory compliance. You know, I've highlighted some of the drawbacks with tire pressure sensors in the past, but supplier company Continental is looking to fix some of those issues. Vehicles today that are equipped with TPM systems require a specific TPMS sensor, some of which need to be programmed. But Continental's new retrofittable VDO Ready sensor has only three different variants and it's shipped pre-programmed. So once it's installed, it only has to relearn its new location on the vehicle. The other big advantage to the Ready sensor is that it's glued to the inner surface of the tire rather than attached to the valve stem which can make it very easy to break an expensive sensor when removing the tire from the wheel. The sensor is glued in a similar way a tire patch would be, so there should be no worries of it ever jarring loose. If the cost is close to or the same as a valve-based sensor, I would prefer to have the ready sensor in my vehicle. And hey, don't forget to check out our coverage of the Dream Cruise from Woodward Avenue, which will be brought to you by our sponsors Dodge and Mopar. We'll be interviewing a number of guests, including the head of the Mopar brand, Pietro Gaulier, and Richard Cox, director of Dodge and SRT. If you've got any questions about either of those brands, or you just want to know more about one of the greatest automotive spectacles on earth, you can start sending us your questions now using Twitter. Just submit them using the hashtag WoodwardLiveDodgeMopar. And join us this Friday, August 15th at 4 p.m. Eastern time at our website, Autoline.tv. Coming up next, John answers your questions in You Said It. Here's another great thing about the all-around performance of our Dueler tires. A comfortable, quiet ride. 
Oh. At Bridgestone, our passion for performance knows no bounds. Hello to all you out there in AutoLine land. Now it's time for some of your feedback. Bob D. decided he had to weigh in on all this talk about the adaptive radar systems mounted on the front end of cars. On grill-mounted radar systems, won't most of them also be controlling accident avoidance braking? So if the radar system is doing its job, it will prevent front-end collisions. Thus, the location is not vulnerable to minor fender benders. Well, you're mostly right, but it is still vulnerable. Even if someone backs into you in a parking lot, it's going to be an expensive fix. CTEX thinks that car sales are going to tank. John, since some of these car sales are pent-up demand, when do you think sales will taper off? I believe about 1 to 1.5 million of these sales will go away as people replace their 10-year or older vehicles. At the MBS conference that I was at last week, most of the forecasters see sales going over 17 million vehicles for the next couple of years. I'm not as pessimistic as you are that sales will drop so much once pent-up demand is satisfied, but you're right, this is a cyclical industry and at some point we will see a drop. Lex wants to know, when is Johan Denison going to appear before the public as the new president of Cadillac? Any scoop on his plans for Cadillac? Well, I gotta believe Johan's first plan of action is to get Cadillac sales turned around in the U.S. market. So I expect to see changes coming on the sales side of the organization. Next, he's really gotta get sales going in China and then look for opportunities in other parts of the world. He can't do much about the product before 2018, but he can take quick action on the sales front. MJB says, that Mini Takes America cruise sounds like an absolute blast. However, how exactly is a drive that involves and benefits only a few hundred Mini owners more effective than an $8 million 60-second Super Bowl spot that gets seen by multiple millions? Well, there's room for both, right? I mean, the Super Bowl ad reaches a wide audience, but Mini Takes the States generates hardcore loyalty that those participants will likely remember for the rest of their lives, and then they'll go out and tell everyone they know all about it. Ducarista Ducati heard our report about how a mountain range in Antarctica is named after the Ford family. Good information on the Ford ranges, he says. How did this historical information come about? Well, Ducadista, I was reading a book called The Arsenal of Democracy, and lo and behold, the author dropped this gem about the Ford Ranges in Antarctica. I checked it out and a couple of other sources, then I had to do something about it on Autoline Daily. By the way, I was reading that book because we're shooting a show with the author, A.J. Bame, for an upcoming Autoline This Week. Hey, thanks for all your comments and questions. Though we can't answer them all, we appreciate going through them. And that wraps up today's show. Thanks for watching, and please join us again tomorrow.